Couldn't find the right button there. Oh, Easter Bunny will be coming. It's time to get our funny on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> You can send us an email at the TSF at that sounds funny. Now that's funny. That's right, everybody. This is the podcast that sounds funny, and it is the week of April twelfth, two thousand twenty-two, season two, show twenty-four, episode seventy-six. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and joined today with me are... I'm Terry. And I'm Jill. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, we uh, like to start off with uh, what's new. It could be a recent Rita watching doing kind of a thing, a classic family story. Does anyone have a question? You guys got anything? I don't have anything. Oh, new there's nothing to do in my life. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Well, nothing that's funny, at least. Oh, <laughs> and, let's see. Has anything happened? Go first, and I'll think of something. <laughs> well, I don't know if I told everybody last week because I always go to the doctor the day after our podcast, but my cast is off. Oh, really? Back down to a boot. Oh, so not even a boot. No, but you, you no I do have boot. a boot, and I can put 50% of my weight on it. And so I can hobble around a little bit. I got uh, my wheelchair, and so they how got many me pounds? Out. How many pounds would that be? Um, five. <laughs> so, so if you put too much weight on it, if you shake your booty, does it take some weight back off? It might. I should try that. <laughs> but they got me a new walker. So Keith let me borrow a walker that he had. It's a Johnny he, Walker. Is that what it is? Yeah, I might make it where it don't hurt. But it's getting better and healing, so I'm glad about that. All right. Can everybody call that number? Tell Mark I wants to talk to you. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't really have anything uh, new to talk about. Talk to me. So we don't have a lot of funny stuff happening in our lives this week. We've had boring lives, it sounds like. I opened my windows to my house to let the air. Oh yeah, we did that yesterday too. It was so nice. <laughs> well, if we don't have anything new to talk about, then it should be time to move on to our holidays. Happy holiday! May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays! Ooh. Happy holidays! Yeah, yeah something to celebrate every day. Yeah, well, we this is will be Easter coming up this week, but uh, today, uh, of course, today we're actually recording a little early, but I got a busy, busy schedule the next couple of days. Uh, but we go from Tuesday to Tuesday, so we're talking about April 12th. Uh, we have reason to believe there was more Tuesday. Um, it is no, I can't find it for some reason. It is International Be Kind to Lawyers Day. And I think Terry needs to be kind to some lawyers. Oh, yeah. We were saying don't tell any lawyer jokes today. Yeah. <laughs> there go Ter- some of my final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It is National Big Wind Day. You know, it is pretty windy out. <laughs> right. It's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. 
hmm. which you really need to have some tomato soup with that. That's all I'm saying. It is a National Library Workers Day, National Licorice Day. Well, if you stared me that way, I'll blush. Then moving on to April 13, Wednesday. It is Thomas Jefferson Day. I'm going to guess it's his birthday. I don't know. I know it's not his death day because he died on July 4th, I'm pretty sure. I huh. think, maybe. Yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, he National did Peach Cobbler Day. Yum. Num, num. And it's also a National Make Lunch Day. So have a lunch, the peach cobbler. Mm. And whenever you don't have your peach cobbler for lunch, it's National Scrabble Day. Play Scrabble too. Yeah. Don't, don't eat it though, just play it. <laughs> have scrambled eggs. Scrambled yeah, eggs. There we go. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. Uh, then moving on to April the 14th, Thursday, uh, International Moment of Laughter Day. <laughs> Everybody laugh, but just for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is Monday, Thursday, which I know is a Catholic holiday. That's the dumbest name ever, Monday, Thursday. Huh. Well, this pick a day. Is it Monday? Is it Thursday? Come on, people. Make it growing. Right. Uh, but if, hey, if someone's out there who is Catholic uh, and you happen to know and you want to tell us, feel free. You can let us drop us a line and tell us how stupid we are for making fun <laughs> of your holiday. Oh, it's toll free. Oh, now I can't <laughs> celebrate this one, and I and I know Jill can't, but Terry certainly could. What? It is National Ex Spouse Day. <laughs> I don't know why you're supposed to do on that day. Maybe call them and give them some angry words. I don't know. You got three of them. My goodness. Yeah, you can have three times the fun. Or well, you can't call one of them anymore unless you <laughs> got a long distance to wherever she may be to the afterlife yeah. <laughs> to the afterlife uh, it is national gardening day so get out there and garden get those green thumbs busy and when you're out there gardening look up at the sky how do you do that <laughs> garden <laughs> looking up at the sky well, you must have a rubber neck <laughs> it is national reach as high as you can day Oh, no. You know, I guess if you're in the garden, you might want to stop and stretch and reach as high and look at the sky and yeah, stretch your back out after you've been hoeing and digging and, and stuff. Your, your head back and back. shoulders, knees and toes, or something. Uh, yeah. And, uh, how do you like them apples? April fifteenth, Friday. Okay. Warning! Warning! We're about to enter the orbit of an unidentified planet. Do you guys want to take a wild guess at this next holiday? Just take a wild guest day. Easter. <laughs> take a That's, wild guest day. Goodness. Uh, they have crazy holidays. It is uh, Passover for uh, Jewish friends out there. It's Titanic Remembrance Day. Hmm. Interesting. That that That's a big be a, boat, I heard. Yeah. I hear Tom. That's a big boat. Interesting. That should be on Passover, where the Jews are remembering their deliverance from Egypt, and yeah, you know, the Titanic, which you're remembering that it sank to the bottom of the sea, killing hundreds of people. <laughs> uh, well, that Passover, is, a lot of people died too, though. If the ghosts yeah. passed over, <laughs> you didn't yeah, have the blood. That would have been oh, yeah Friday. Um, National Laundry Day. 
Oh no, let's skip that one. <laughs> I, you know, this is this is the week of spring break. At least one of our grandkids are on spring break. So maybe that longer day is whenever all the college kids come home on spring break and bring their moms <laughs> a, a year's worth of laundry. Hey mom, do my clothes for me. <laughs> that could be. But hey, you know, a bright spot with doing all those clothes. You can enjoy National Glazed Spiral Ham Day. Mm, I love ham. I don't know what makes it a spiral ham. I didn't know pigs had legs that looked like that. That'd I think it's just the way they cut it around the bone, a spiral uh, ham. We don't know anything. Uh, th- but that's all Thursday. Um, Friday, Good Friday. Not very good for Jesus on that particular day. Uh, <laughs> that's all there is on Friday. It's Good Friday. Good Friday. I mm-hmm. guess they wanted to uh, not have any other holidays to focus on. It's a good idea. This is the big one, Kate. Then we'll go to the moon. Yeah. Uh, moving on, April 16th, Saturday. Paul, you're you know, agonizing over Jesus in the tomb. It's Husband Appreciation Day. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your husband. National I don't have one of them either. Huh? He don't I have said I husband. don't have one of them either. Uh, it's national wives. Yes, National Bean Counter Day. National what? Count your beans. Bean counter. Well, it's a it's a euphemism for an accountant. Oh. If you're in accounting, you you you're you're typically you know inventorying things and counting things so you can get an accurate. Uh, knowledge of how much a business is worth. So they refer to an account as bean counters. So they count oh, every little bean. Yeah. Um, but it's also National Eggs Benedict Day, which I suppose people like that. I, I think what it is is scrambled eggs with cheese and like calf brains mixed into it or something. Like, Ooh, we could have left that out of they it. They could leave out the brain part and I would maybe yeah. eat that. But yeah. Right. <laughs> Or if you serve it to me, don't tell me what it is until I'm done with eating it. <laughs> uh, National Librarian Day. National Orchid Day. Watch the way I wiggle my hips as I slither through the grass. Uh, moving on, April 17. I think the Easter Bunny comes or something. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Easter. Wow. Besides Easter, it is International Bat Appreciation Day. Oh, because wow. the bats must have came out of the cave with Jesus when they rolled away the, the stone. I guess, and- <laughs> yeah. The angels rolled away the stone and the bats came out flying. The <laughs> little bats come out. And then Jesus comes out. Ta-da! Up from the grave, he rolls. <laughs> yeah. It is International Haiku Poetry Day. Hmm. A National Cheese Ball Day. We felt called upon to give thanks for them. April 18th, Monday. Oh, wow. National Velociraptor Awareness Day. So when you're out there walking, <laughs> you can go past those shrubs. Watch out for the velociraptors. They just might try to sneak up on you like in the Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jump out from the trees. Watch out for them; they may get you that day. Avoid the tall grass. You got to watch out for the velociraptors. It is tax day. Tax day on the eighteenth. Wow! Yeah, they moved. They bumped it to the eighteenth 
because of the COVID stuff and whatever they did. I guess three days makes a difference. Huh? Well, I, yeah. I guess the 15th did fall on, well, Friday. Well, we got a good Friday, so it's still a holiday. Okay, I get it. National Animal Crackers Day. Mm. Crackers made out of animals. Wait, they're shaped like animals. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. National, yeah, never can tell. They might be my animals. Uh, National Lineman Appreciation Day. He is a lineman for the county. Do what you're talking about. Campbell. Yeah. Easter Monday. Easter Bunny. Woo. I don't know what Easter Monday is all about. I never heard of that before. Uh-uh. But it's some Easter. kind of a Catholic day. Those Catholics have some weird days. Uh, it is Adult Autism Awareness Day. I guess you're an adult and have autism. But that's all I can think of. Okay. Be aware of them on that day. If you know one, say if hey. You know someone who's adult, I do. I have. Like, <laughs> you have one. Like like yeah. Elon Musk. Elon Musk has autism. Oh really? Yeah. We've had a nice chat. Good night. We come full circle to April 19th, Tuesday, National Garlic Day. Oh, no. <laughs> the vampires away. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Well, you know, this, this is about six months out from Halloween, so this, this is when you do that. You garlic and prime force to keep them pushed back. It is wear pajamas to work day, Terry. Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah, I just have on a pair of shorts. That's all I got on. Yeah. <laughs> it's I can say it's my pajamas. It's undergraduate research week. And that rounds out the week. It will be beautiful ladies there. Yeah. Yay. A, a while back, uh, the kids were having all these crazy days, like weird hair day at school or to wear red at school or some crazy made up thing. One day was wear pajamas to school day. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I need to get me some new pajamas. And uh, can I wash these pajamas? I can wear them. Like, do you usually wear pajamas to sleep? I thought you just like wore like underwear. Just wear it to school. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to stay at school if they did that. <laughs> it's it's like that dream you have. You go to school in your underwear, like oh, no people are looking at me. Patterns by Avon reflects a new kind of world happening now, all around you. Avon's Patterns is a new fragrance in collectible forms. New colors in transparent lipsticks. Patterns, Avon's newest beauty fashion, is as alive and fashiony and forward-moving as you. Ask your Avon representative about the new fragrance and colors in patterns. They keep happening right along with your world. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, 
we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. The news is up next. Yeah. Well, I could start off. I have a news story here that we've done stories. I've done stories in the past about trucks filling their loads of various things from beer to toilet paper to everything. Well, you know what? It doesn't just happen here. You know, in San Diego, England, (laughs) there was such a place. (laughs) The mailer. A a a truck spills a load of biscuits. Oh, egg biscuits, but we call them cookies. Yeah, (laughs) they spilled their loaded cookies all over the road. Where's that milk truck? He needs to have a wreck too. (laughs) I bet all the kids in the neighborhood were happy. They probably come out help them clean it up. Eat all them cookies. Biscuits for you. Yeah. Wow. Mc Mc goodies. Snack biscuits. Snack goodies, huh? Oh, it was a big lorry. You know, a lorry's a big truck, so it was a lorry carrying yeah. it. It caused a slight obstruction. Only a slight one. <laughs> the authorities <laughs> were working to clear the road, but they got full, so... <laughs> <laughs> they were eating too much, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh-oh. They, had an alarm going off. Yeah, there was the authorities burping. Uh, I'm full of cookies. Yeah. They made a comment. Said uh, the uh, well, they try and digest this issue. <laughs> but the police said, "How oh, punny!" That's about all there is to that story. Just a short little spill uh, biscuits on the road. Who the devil do you think I am? So it doesn't just happen in the U.S. There we go. <laughs> happens everywhere. These truck drivers are yeah. constantly yeah. spilling there. Maybe they were just trying to avoid something in the road. Hmm. A turtle. <laughs> 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 hmm. Who's that? Right, well, my first story is about some white foam that this guy's seen in Kentucky on the creek outside his house. White foam? White yeah. foam. From all that beer that got spilled on the road in Kentucky last week. Could be. (laughs) Making all the water foamy. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't think so. Where did you get a lot of money all of a sudden? (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, him and this guy. Let me see what his name is. Danny Robertson and his wife had just finished dinner and they looked out the window in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, and they seen this uh, white foam on the Cedarbrook Creek and they wondered what it was. And the longer they watched it, the more this foam covered the lake or the creek. I thought it was a river. Wasn't it a river? Well, and that, it said a, this creek is what I heard oh, say. Yeah. And okay. so it took 15 minutes and the, the creek was covered with this foam. So they made some <laughs> phone calls because they just knew this wasn't right. Yeah, obviously. 
It's right. uh, top secret stuff. Uh, well, yeah, top secret right. stuff. Upstream, there was a, I forget, a company of- <laughs> dog shampoo, and evidently they had a leak, and it leaked down through their sewer pipe. Oh, the dog shampoo. So shampoo. anybody wants to wash your dog, you should go visit this creek. In the next- <laughs> yeah, because yeah, dogs, dogs have them all that long hair, and they, they got to get that shampoo to get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shampoo. <clears throat> I thought at first maybe somebody took their dog to the creek and was just washing them in the creek, but when that guy said that, uh, you know, more and more soap came down. Yeah, so you send, you know, send your pets out to swim across the river that came out all squeaky clean. Yeah, huh? as the came down, you know, the rapids or whatever maybe was in the creek <laughs> stirred it up and made it more and more foam. What's the matter with you? You look sick. I, I, I guess I do kind of have a, a, a classic family story now that you told that story. We had a, a white dog named Spooky years ago. Yeah. And, you know, dogs just naturally know how to swim. But this dog, if there was water, he'd only go up until it touched his belly. And that's it. He would not go any further. Right. So we would take him. We had a rubber raft. We'd take him out into the middle of the river. And then we would, like, dump the raft over. He'd, like, and spaz out. And he'd swim back to the shore. He's like, see, I knew you could swim. Well, I was dog. He just stand up there and shake his little water off of his fur. Dude, come on out. And he come up to touch his belly. He's like, nope, ain't going no further. I remember one time we was camping with him when there was the the river we were on. There was like a rope swing out on an island, and we was out there with him swinging. And Dad's like, "Come on, it's time to go." He got the car, and we're there all across the river. And so we all jumped in to go, and the dog stayed, stayed there. But when he seen us all getting in the car, he jumped right in there river and swam across like, he was afraid of the water is what it was yeah. I'm afraid I want to go I'm afraid. oh crap I, I got to uh, I gotta go they're leaving me yeah they'll he leave was... me here to die <laughs> <laughs> who was that spooky yeah 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 our white dog named spooky mm-hmm. anyway yeah I got a story where were you hiding it in a kumquat oh it's it's not really the funniest story. It's an interesting story. The oldest U.S. active park ranger retires at the age of, do you want to guess? 100. And 100. Oh. 100. I just guess. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. I, I guess uh, they're really dedicated to their job or the pages suck so bad you just got to stand it until you die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But in Richmond, California, the nation's oldest park ranger hangs up their Smokey the Bear hat at the age of 100. <laughs> Betty Reed Soskin retired after more than 15 years at the Rosie the Riveter uh, National Park in California. Uh, she spent her last day uh, visiting with coworkers. Um, the, Let's see. She had led tours at the park uh, that f- featured and are honored women that worked at factories uh, during the war. And she shared her own experience as a black woman in the Air Force uh, at the time. But she was only able to do that because she was, I guess, light enough skin that people thought that she was white. So, well, interesting. Um, so she was old, old enough to have been in World War 
do and experience that. And so, like I said, it's not not the funniest story, but it's interesting that she was able to, you know. Yeah, you go, woman. Work as long as you want. Was uh, <laughs> it was was Rosie the Riveter? Was was the park ranger? Yeah, she was a park ranger. She was uh, a black woman. She was in the Air Force, and she was in World, during World War II. And she was, I, I guess, I, I didn't quite catch all of it. I'm just trying to zoom through because uh, quite a bit of information there. But uh, she was pretty successful, I guess, uh, in her younger days. But but it does say that being a, a more of a light-skinned uh, black person, that she was able to pass for white, or, or people <laughs> thought she was, whether she actively tried to pass herself off or not. Well, when did she have time to be a when did she have time to be a park ranger? <laughs> well, well, she got older. I mean she she wasn't in the Air Force forever. And even if she was, she would have been you know like 40, she would have had 60 years after an Air Force career to be a park ranger. And she's received several honors through her career. Um wow. anyway, it, it goes on and on with all, all of her career. Of a hundred years, we don't care about it. No, it's a very impressive article. It's one of those interesting things. But anyway, back on you, Terry. What is all this? My next article actually was a thing that you read. I put last week, probably, but on Friday, on April eighth, is the official dog farting awareness day. What do you think of it, young man? Huh? I think it's rather good. Huh? Dog farting awareness day. I don't remember reading that one. And so it's an <laughs> annual event that started in 2014. They started this annual dog farting day on April 8th. Well, I'd like it. It's the thing I've always wanted to do. And there's a group of people that got together to keep track of your share tips on your on social media to share tips on your dog's digestive uh track. wow and <laughs> so so it, it's like the smell your dog poop story where you feed your dog right, special right. food it's and like, they smell their farts there's some that, sick people out there i <laughs> say that you know dog flatulence can be is caused by when your dog swallows too much air while they're eating gobbling down their food <laughs> Well, wow. they could get flatulent or have diarrhea if they but, could change up right, their diet. Excessive, excessive farting and diarrhea and vomiting can, can, be, can be the cause of other serious um, issues. Well, whenever I had my guide dog, they would say, you, you feed him this one food all the time, and that's it, no people food. It'll have regular bowels, but if you start changing up their diet, uh, it could affect their bowels, and plus they get really farty. <laughs> yeah. That's well, true. that's about all that says. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't want to go around but smelling you, dog you, farts. You smell mm-hmm. dog farts. Let's tell everyone smell the dog. <laughs> no, you no, put no, your no. Nose dog so we've all, yeah, we've all had guide dogs and stuff, and that you know, that, so that we've been aware of. You know, I think dogs celebrate that every day. Anytime you change your dog's food, (laughs) it's going to make them fart. And it usually really bad. (laughs) When you change their food, it's just a doggy handshake. Slip my back. (laughs) 
Wow. That's all I got on that. I hope it's Jillster. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that when we get up there. Well, mine's about a bigger animal than a dog. Mine's about a cowboy and his horse. Uh, this cowboy, I'm thinking he's in Florida, and he rides his horse into town to Dunkin' Donuts. Well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> yeah, man. And he goes through the drive-thru with his horse. Let's see. The horse's name is Jackson. And they go through the drive-thru. And he orders a coffee and a donut for himself. David Bossolet is a retired bull rider. And his horse and him, they go through. And the horse gets a, a donut hole. And all the employees and customers really enjoy seeing them and petting the horse. And <laughs> it's a 12 hour, wait a minute, 12 mile trip from his house to the Dunkin' Donuts, which takes about half a day. Oh, if you walk it, yeah. Yeah, on a horse. So, um, yeah, but so it's the good horse gets a treat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering, I hope them Dunkin' Donuts workers go in and wash their hands after petting a horse or. Horse snot and slobber all over yeah. your heads and go, go serve somebody. Serve somebody else. I don't want that kind of nasty stuff hey, on their donuts. My donut's been pre-dipped in something. <laughs> Tastes like horse snot. Well, 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 what do you know? Look what the storm blew in. Yeah, but that's about all there is to that story because... Uh, yeah, well, he... You know, they, that, I guess it could have turned away. This is the drive-through, not the ride-through. Yeah, that's what I thought. The drive-through. Well, he, get in line with the cars. He drove his horse, I guess. That counts. He's lucky that K9 unit wasn't there to bite him four times. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Dog bite. No. Well, I have a, a little more funnier one here. I won't swear it's going to be any shorter, Terry, <laughs> because it involves a Michigan police who are investigating the theft of a Sasquatch lawn ornament. <laughs> yeah. In Parktown, Michigan, police are investigating the theft of a seven-foot-tall metal Sasquatch lawn ornament from a home in southern Michigan. So I told you, seven-foot-tall. It's not very short story, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you've learned something rather wonderful, haven't you? The item is crafted from sheet metal, and it was stolen from the home in uh, Park Township. It's a rusty brown color with various sharp points on it to simulate the fur of the mythical ape-like creature who says it's mythical. (laughs) I was looking for that unicorn. (laughs) The unicorn took it. But... um, it appeared the Sasquatch was cut away from a steel post with a pair of bolt cutters or a similar instrument. A white panel of aim with a dark uh, passenger side windows was observed parked in the area on March 22nd, police said. So if you see that dark white van with the dark windows, it just might be kidnapping Somebody kidnapped that Sasquatch. Yeah, Got to have a Sasquatch. Wow, squat story once in a while. Wow. That, that's a short story. Well, and now I think the real fun can begin. 
That's kind of goofy. I mean, you see people with the little concrete deer or yard ornaments or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what Navis has. Like. You know, maybe they went to Arkansas or Oklahoma uh, for their, their Sasquatch uh, hunting season and didn't catch yeah. one. So they went back home to Michigan. And said, Look at there. Let's get him. <laughs> maybe they yeah. were star wars fans and it was really supposed to be chewbacca <laughs> yeah maybe that's it. <laughs> anyway joe back just on joe just mentioned it there but speaking of deers i got a deer story deer. I, I thought it said beer in this story here i had to read this story because the headline said beer bounces off window so you know <laughs> and there was a Group, a small little herd of five, five deers were trampling about in uh, Pennsylvania, and they were seen from the diner across the street. People observed these five deers. They ran directly smack dab into the plate glass window of Dick's Sporting Goods store. Well, that's a comforting thought. And they bounced off. Wow! Well, <laughs> let's be bulletproof glass. Bounced off the glass window, Whoa. and it shook it off. And got up, head took off again. And I, that's funny. But uh, try to jump to the glass and didn't make it. Huh? And it's, it's like, like a force field. I can't get through. And then it goes into another story about another place wasn't so fortunate. They, you know, busted through the window at another you know, lo- location, but. Huh. <laughs> must have been like plexiglass or something yeah like they were trying to get in there so like the well, other one story i mean from the deer's perspective they don't see anything you're just going to try to plow through it hey what's wrong with this i can't get through to the other side there yeah they saw that they saw the what's it called like the deer the deer um the fake deer oh the reflection the, the maybe Oh, inside there. <laughs> Mating season. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Look at I all those birds I can meet with inside there. Oh, boy. Oh. I heard with birds, they see like the reflection of the trees and the sky and the window. And the, so they just think they're flying along. If it's a bird, maybe right. a deer's that way, too. If it sees a reflection of, you know, it's That's why we call people I'm bird sure. brains. That's why you're bird brain. Hey, bird brain. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, bird brain! You know, or if you're a deer, you're a deer brain. Bird brain. You know. uh-huh. We've known people that walked into the sliding glass doors thinking the door was open. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done that one myself. That's I haven't, but I know some of my husband's family that has. So his parents at the time actually put a sticker on the glass door so they knew when it was closed. <laughs> I don't believe I ever have. I guess that's a tribute to how clean you keep your window. Yeah. <laughs> you must not have little kids who press your snotty face up against it. <laughs> Fingerprints all, all over it. it. Yeah. Well, anyway, back on you, Joe. Well, now that that's over, we can have a very gay little supper. Well, the only other one I seen I thought was funny was another horse story. I think it was in <coughs> some Asian country where the horse was seen on a crowded subway. But all it had was the picture that was, uh, I couldn't get it to read anything. It said there's a picture. Somebody had taken a picture of this horse. I guess he was on his way to work or something along with all the other commuters. (laughs) Was he trying to get a turkey sub? sub Maybe. (laughs) Uh, At the subway, in the subway. 
horse on a subway. Oh yeah, he might have been in a subway restaurant, but it did say crowded subway. I don't, I don't know. It could be. It could have been a restaurant, or yeah. he was waiting for the blue. He was light. trying to get a. He was trying to get a, an oat sandwich on the uh, <laughs> the honey mustard bread or something. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I, I actually heard this one, I, I think, from the Daily Wire, but I, I seen it on my my odd news feed. Fox bites man, putting Capitol Hill on high alert. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. In Washington, D.C., Capitol Hill has a fox problem, but that's not to lead into a joke. What did the fox say? Uh, a, let's see, Representative Barra, from a Democrat from California, learned firsthand by the evening while walking to Capitol Hill uh, to votes for walking to Capitol Hill for votes. That I guess it makes sense, but not really. And now he's undergoing a series of four rabies shots after Ooh. an abundance of caution. Uh, Barra said. I felt something lunch at me from behind. As I walked near one of the Senate office buildings, I turned. I used my umbrella to fend off what I thought would be a small dog. But I soon realized I was tangled with the fox. What was AOC? Barris said the encounter lasted about 15 seconds. A bystander yelled to alert others, and a fox fled as U.S. Capitol Police officers ran up onto the scene. The medical doctor, Vera, looked for puncture wounds. He didn't see evidence of any, but there was some abrasion. So he consulted the Capitol physician, who told him not to take any chances and to get treatment. Wow. Now, the story goes on a bit talking about this Democrat guy's experience. What I heard from the Daily Wires, they actually did manage to capture the fox, and uh, they had put it down because I think it did have rabies. What did oh, the wow. fox say? Fox said, I got rabies, I got rabies, I got rabies, I got rabies. What did the fox say? That's a cool song. I like it. Blue eyes, pointy nose, chasing mice and digging holes. But apparently, D.C. does have a fox problem. So there's at least a couple of fox dens that are throughout. red fox. Yeah, red, red fox. fox. He's a black a guy. Red fox and a dead fox, <laughs> apparently. But red apparently, fox. they they have had known of these fox dens attacking people, and so they said be, be careful while you're out. So yeah, that's kind of funny, weird story. Anyway, that's my husband got. seen a fox in our yard the other day. He said it <laughs> was outside of the fence. I should say, but our dog was sure going crazy. It's kind of funny because we have a beagle, and I was like, "Hey, it's like the fox and the hound, <laughs> the cartoon from Disney." There once lived a fox in a field of corn, and he said to his friends one wintry morn, "I'm the slickest, quickest fox that ever caught a rabbit. I run so fast, I've often." Can't catch 
can't believe. Old copper was out there parking at Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a story. My last story here happens in Auckland, Oakland, Auckland, New Zealand at a Mr. Chips French fry factory. Well, let's get down to the hall, Mel. I got the old junk pile waiting outside. <laughs> but I thought you got a new car. Mel, I'm talking about my wife. A worker noticed something on the assembly line. It looked like a muddy potato, and he wiped it off. And it was a, actually a hand grenade from World War II. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so they had dusted it off, and they noticed it was a hand grenade, and so they called the bomb squad, and they came and took it, and... They had said that they, after examination, it was just a, uh, a training hand grenade, and it was harmless. And so the uh, people at the factory was wanting to see if the if they would give the the hand grenade back to the factory so they could put it on display in their. Uh, <laughs> and their factory trophy case. When bringing us potatoes, this is not what you should bring us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they they asked if they could have it to display it in their trophy case. Yeah. I guess someone threw a degree at them and throw it right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have some I have mm. some hand grenades here in the house that uh, what? I well, I don't have any. They're, they're I, they're, tra- they're training ones too. They're training ones, but oh. I, I let I used to let the kids use them for like Halloween decorations. Like one time, my daughter dressed up in my camouflage, you know, fatigues, and I had a you know uh, I had that that forty five that Dad whittled out of wood, and I had that in you know that on her. She had that and uh, hand grenades and stuff, and I gave her some camo face paint that I have too. Huh. Put it on her face, but she put, it on a, she put it on his eyeshadow and lipstick <laughs> and little blush, camel blush. Yeah. Now get up and get ready to shed some of those jelly beans, chocolate eggs, and marshmallow chicks. Here's our favorite workout coach, Pamela Pumpkin. Hi, y'all. I'm Pamela Pumpkin, and you're about to do Pamela Pumpkin's Easter workout. And God created Alan and Eve. <laughs> Come on, y'all, get up. Get up. Time to break out of your shell. If Jesus rose, then so can you. Come on. Now hunt for the eggs, look high. Hunt for the eggs, look low. Hunt for the eggs, look high. And hunt for the eggs, let's go. Now, hippity hop like a bunny to the left. Hippity hop like a bunny to the right. Hippity hop like a bunny to the left. Hippity hop like a bunny to the right. And bark, bark, bark like a chicken. Bark, bark, bark like a chicken. Bark, bark, bark like a chicken. And like a chicken, like a chicken. Cross, 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 up, 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 Jesus. Cross, 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 up, up, up. Move those arms, said Jesus, Jesus. 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 All right. So what happens now? No more stories. Okay, no more stories. Time for words. Chill words. 
right. Our okay. words this week start with the letter L. And it's oh, weird because no. some of these words sound like other words that we know, but they have different meanings. The, but they this come word from dirty words. Does, does not mean what you think it means. Huh? Right. Everybody shut up. <laughs> but this first word, I think it's L-A-N-T, Lant, because, you know, they're alphabetical order. And so I'm assuming, because I thought it said Lent, but I think it's Lant. Lant? L-A-N-T, it's a verb. Oh, wow. You're going to land something. You're crossing the Atlantic. You're going for a land. 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 I think that's how I tried to listen real hard, and that's what it's L-A-N-T, land. L-A-N-T, land. You got a land to go with your pant. I don't know. That's a piece of clothing. I don't know. It's the act of picking off the land off of your clothes, huh? You have lint, I have lint. Yeah, the past verb. (laughs) Well, this word actually means to add, guess what? To add urine to Uh it stronger. To get it stronger. Yeah, wouldn't that be gross? Add urine to ale to make it stronger. Oh, to ale. So you're going to pee in your beer. Wow. <laughs> I, I think if you if you do that, you're already drunk. You've had way too much. <laughs> it's just time to stop breaking it and go home, people. <laughs> That's what I thought too. It's pretty gross. I, I guess um, you you do that to play a prank on your buddy who's had who's here. Yeah, there you go. You grab his beard, you pee it, you put it back. How's your beard? Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Our next word is latibulate. 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 Your shin bone is tingling. Uh-huh. Your tibia. That's your shin bone, right? Latibulate. Any ideas, Terry? Where'd you go? That's where. That's where you lay down. Fibulate. You lay down, and they fibulate you. <laughs> oh huh. well, I don't know about that, but. Well, these words are getting weirder and weirder, but this word means to hide yourself in the corner. Oh, that's pretty specific. Go lefibulate yourself in the corner. As opposed to hiding yourself like in the, you know, under the couch or something. You're not... Nope, you have to be in the corner. You're in the corner, honey. Yeah. That's awfully specific. <laughs> Um, our next word is yes, let's lectory, lectory, Hannibal lectory. It, it's the, the, the guy who he, he was a cannibal or something. Yeah, lectory, so, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter. You're 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 acting like Hannibal Lecter, Lecter. So you're lectory. Lectory. You act like a cannibal. Where did Terry go? Can you got any guesses um, for lectory? Uh, 
it's not electric. So <coughs> it's uh, just, uh, I don't know, it's just it's electric without the key. I don't know. I, I kind of think it might actually mean something to do with like, giving a speech, but we can tell us. Maybe you flunked that class. Well, it means a place for reading. Ah, okay. like, the, reading like the lectern at the at the front of a classroom. Ah. Some people might call that a pulpit, the lectern, the lectory. Yeah. There you got it. All right. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Okay, this other, this next word is one of those that sounds like a word we're gonna know, but it's got a weird meaning. And it's called leak. <laughs> That's what you did when you landed the guy's beer. <laughs> 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 you took a leak into the beer and so you were landing in it. Yeah. Oh, this word is just gross. <laughs> it's not that. Huh? No. <laughs> it's worse than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, this uh, word means. Yeah, I'm Are you ready? Familiarize you with the nomenclature. Yeah. Ready Lecture? for it? No, leak means to wash with cow dung and water. Oh, <laughs> washing cow poop. Yeah. You take a cow poop bath. I do don't it. know why. It's like, you know what? I smell too good today. I just <laughs> need to get me this cow turd and rub it all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why somebody would even want to do that. Now I know when well, maybe they in the Arctic Circle they they will sometimes tell you to take a snow bath if you're crazy enough to do that. You strip down and you grab handfuls of snow and you rub it in your armpits and take a sponge bath. And I, I know I guess sometimes in the desert you might grab sand to help scrub off you know sweaty whatever <laughs> cow poop no uh-uh only crazy people do that probably do it you probably do that so that they can uh, be attractive when they have to go out and milk the bull oh yeah there we go <laughs> rub some cow poop on them and then now, now see if you're a deer hunter and you try to they, because they, deer hunters will put like deer urine on them Maybe they grab deer poop when they do that, so they, they smell like a deer. I, don't know. Huh. <laughs> I have no clue, but I would not want to think about I, it like that. Now that we know what it means, I don't want to know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, some farmers. Hey, our cousin Dennis might know. <laughs> yeah, we should get a hold He's of him. He's a cattle guy. rancher. He might know. He raises bulls, yeah. <laughs> we might see why uh, he would wash in cow poop. Have you ever, what was it, leap or leak with a P or a K? I'm, I'm not real sure how it's. Like, have you ever leaked? Try to listen. Have you ever leaked your, your, your bulls? What? <laughs> I guess not. Never mind. <laughs> I think it's with a P. L-E, I, but I don't know if it's L E A P or L E E P because huh. I'm not sh- sure how. L E P E. L E P E. L E P E. Anyway, next word. Leper. Leper, leaper. Next, next word. Okay, go. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Next one. I'm ready for the next word. 
Yeah, let's move on. The next one is Lee's. And I'm assuming L E E S. Goodbye. Leave. Lee's. With the S, Lee's. Well, it's not lose, it's leaves. <laughs> leaves of pages in a book, leaves of on a tree. L-E- I think L-E-E-S or L-E-S, less leaves. Like maybe L-E-I-V-E or something. They leave like a lever. You go L-E-E-S. L-E-E-S. It leaves the stable. Work on that grammar, you should know. This word means to be a loser. Oh, that's me. I well, Terry said that first. That was the first thing you said. Last, not, not lose, but leaves. You had that backwards, <laughs> But lose is if it be less, it'd be two S's. You had that right. You didn't even know it. Okay, our next word's a bigger one. Oh. And it is. Liedebun. <laughs> You're going to eat where's, <laughs> where's our minds going with Liedebun? Oh, you know, like Lederhosen that they wear in Germany? Only it holds it's just for your rear, your backside. A yeah. girdle Lied- for your butt. Yeah, there you go. It's like a butt girdle. Yeah. Lederhosen, Liederbun. <laughs> that or it's like a Cinnabun, honey bun. Oh, yeah, it could be that. Liederbun. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. Let's go. Either you eat it or you put it on your butt. I don't know. Okay. This word means filled with joy. Oh, filled with joy. Liedebund. I'm so Liedebund <laughs> today. It does sound like a German word, so. I don't know. It doesn't say it's it, it reading the kind of German, yeah. You better slow down and use the right Leatherment is our next one. Leatherment. Leatherment. Lever, but with a V. Leatherment. Uh, like a mountain, but, but. Uh, Leatherment. It's a noun. A noun. It's a mountain lever. <laughs> you, you use that to be able to jack yourself up like a to get to the top of the mountain. Uh, uh, lever. lever. <laughs> it's a whole month of levers. I know. <laughs> it's the month of lever, the lever month. Um, it's it's a fancy crowbar that you use to move mountains. <laughs> um, I don't know. You tell us. What do you think it is? Well, let's see. I think it could be the comfort with one has with his wife. Oh the man, can we, can we has, say that on this show? Oh. The comfort one has with his wife. And uh, you can take it however you want, keep yeah. it clean or dirty. You just gotta <laughs> snuggle for a little bit. That's it. Yeah. No no making it. Quit doing that. As a possessive it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Our next word is lapoxony. 
that one again? No, Leproxamy. Leproxamy? You're in a, in a local proximity to somebody. <laughs> la proximity. And la, la, la. Ooh. A substitute. <laughs> it's a French substitute. La, la, oui, oui. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always Leproxamy. Hmm. Well, this one, it yes. might scare Keith a little bit, the answer to this one. Uh, what? This word is the deserting of a host by the parasites that have been living on it. <laughs> <laughs> the deserting of a host who okay. has had parasites, parasites living on so him. You've had, so you're saying Keith has parasites on him. <laughs> if you're the host and you have parasites living so, on you. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> So I'm the one who who owns the house, and I have a bunch of parasite grandkids You're the house, who live the here. Host. <laughs> one of these days, I'll be rid of them. <laughs> the hostess with. The I think hostess. I get what your meaning is there. <laughs> no X in espresso. Your participle <laughs> Okay, and our last word is kind of a is longer. Instead of longer, it's the opposite of short hair. <laughs> long hair, short hair. Long hair, long hair. It's long than it's a hippie. He shorter. has long hair. <laughs> long hair, the long haired hippie. Just keep in mind that this is all you. This word means dun dun dun. A long or boring passage of writing. Oh. So I guess if you're at a lecture that's boring like, you. Like reading the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> it would be long air. <laughs> it take, hey. It's very short, but it's it's so long air. Yeah. <laughs> so we can move on now to top ten. I have two, but I'm going to only got to do one. (laughs) I'll do this one. Um, Yeah, because nobody called in to vote for anything yet. I know. I still have one from about NASA, and I got one here. Just top 10 things that were invented by Redneck. Oh, this will be fun. Ah. Hold my beer. (laughs) These are inventions or different items that were invented by people. It says rednecks, but they should have said people from the South, I guess, but not everybody's a redneck just because you're from the South. (laughs) Yeah, there's rednecks up north too. I know some. Yeah. (laughs) Number 10. Believe it or not, <laughs> dental floss. <laughs> oh, really? They have to clean between that one too. Yeah, that one tooth yeah. they got I, there. I always picture I always picture the characters on Hee Haw when I heard that one. <laughs> uh, see, they, they they wrap it around like 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 shining the shoe with the, with the cloth, buff it up, make it shiny. 
It was invented in New Orleans in the 1800s. Yeah. And it didn't become really popular or famous until after World War II. Uh, Number nine. The cotton candy machines. Oh, wow. And Thanks, Rednecks. Love it. Yeah, what do we do with all this? They invented that in 1899, actually. Huh. Yep. And everybody enjoyed it at the 1904 World's Fair. Cotton candy. Thank you. It's at all the carnivals. Woo. Fluffy sugar on a stick. Yum. Yes. And number eight. Filing cabinets. Oh, uh, Rednecks, yeah. I, I guess I need to have some drawers instead of those big old red <laughs> things. <laughs> they were they were invented in South Carolina. Somebody, I don't think I didn't. Get I mean, that doesn't like a very big step for an invention. I mean, they've had dressers and drawers for a long time. You know, I did something <laughs> special for my files. place to put all my paperwork. Hey, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Put my paperwork in there. I can't put my papers in a dresser or nightstand. <laughs> I need something special. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, baby. Oh, you can't this one sounds funny anyway. Hold on. I got to compose myself. <clears throat> Number seven. The turtle excluder device. What? Turtle excluder <laughs> Okay, turtle, you, you, not you. It's, I want some teenage mutant uh, ninja turtles, but not that regular one over there. It's a device that was made out of the shrimp nets so that they didn't drown. Oh, okay. yeah. Endangered. Keep the turtles out of the net. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. As a device yeah, I guess Bubba Gump, you know, they need to have that. <laughs> Redneck. Huh. How it worked, I'm not quite sure, but I just got down to some basic little uh, yeah. bit of information, but um, numbers. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, hold on a minute. I went too far. Number six. Is whiteout. Whiteout. I, I thought uh, Mike Nesmith's mom made that. Bethany Nesmith. Yeah. Right. Um, just don't use it on the computer. She was a Texas. Yeah. She was a Texas Texas native who enjoyed typing, um, and was also Michael Nesmith's mom from the Monkees. Yeah, that's huh. what I thought. Nesmith. I didn't know he was from Texas, though. Interesting. Huh? I didn't know he was from Texas, though. Yeah. Apparently, well, she said she was a Texas native, so they probably. Uh-huh. Maybe she there. invented it and moved to Hollywood or something. Moved to Beverly Hills. Moved to Beverly. Yeah. Hillbilly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, number five. Vinyl PCV piping. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. Um, That's a redneck thing, huh? They was, you know why they did it for the glue? They like to put together that glue. It was <laughs> that, glue, by, that glue will get you high if you put it there. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Yeah, it smells pretty good. You don't want to sniff it too much, though. No. Yeah. I mean, you might, well but you should. Area. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a vid by a guy named Mr. Seaman. <laughs> and he was from Alabama. That explains all of those Alabama people sniffing that glue, putting them pipes together. Anyway. And number four was, uh, uh, hold on a second. Uh, number four, artificial turf. Uh, AstroTurf, huh? AstroTurf, right. It was invented by North Carolina. Now, you would think that would be invented by somebody at the north where the, the grass comes and goes. Uh, but in the south, you, you tend to have grass year-round if you want it. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe they invented it for the people in the north. <laughs> Could be. David Cheney from North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Number three, the Gatlin gun. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the, in North Carolina, Richard Gatlin invented it? What it was originally planned to do, it was originally intended to be a seed planter. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Got that one done. <laughs> that one done. <laughs> it was originally going to be a, a seed planter. It turned out to be a, a gun. <laughs> and uh, number two, video games. Huh. Oh, wow. Can you, guess oh, what the, yeah. can you guess what the name of the first video game was? Pog. Frogger. Uh, I guess Frogger. The I don't first know. one I know about is Pong. Oh. Well, this was before Pong. Donkey Except Kong. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Cathode Ray Tube Amusement Device. Uh, the very first. Uh, C-R-T-A-D. Yeah. Cat turd. And then <laughs> after that. <laughs> came out before Pong. But it's the same type thing, you know, little ball bouncing around on you know. little blip going around the screen. Yeah. Thomas Goldsmith from South Carolina. And <clears throat> the number one thing invented by Rednecks was supermarkets. Huh. Huh? I guess Walmart came from Texas. Uh, well, nope. from Arkansas. The Are first you? supermarket was started in Memphis, Tennessee. Piggly Wiggly. And it was called the Piggly Wiggly. Oh. Yeah, yeah Piggly yeah. Wiggly. It's, I think Star Lion or Lion Star is really big in the South. And oh. I thought, you know, I'd never, I'd never heard that. And whenever I was down and went to Georgia at Fort uh, Gordon, I, down there, I was like, well, what's a funny day for a grocery Piggly Wiggly, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> you go down there and you get a pig in the poke, you know. And I guess so. You would like think. Piggly Wiggly. Well, that's the grocery store. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's a weird, funny day. Hey, yeah. Piggly Wiggly down here. <laughs> called home, told mom and dad. We just call call like Kroger's or Schnucks or something. They got right, Schnucks and Kroger's and Shop and, 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 
And down there's Piggly Wiggly. I'm like, wow. But wow. That's uh, the 10 things invented by Red Dash. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. My stepfather makes me do all the work, and all he does is yell at me, and beat me, and kick me. Sometimes I get the impression he doesn't like me. Be calm, my dear. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Email time. Hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I love your funny stories on the podcast. I'm a police officer, and Uh-oh. you and y'all keep me smiling, even <laughs> on a rough day. Well, here's a story from you or for you for one of those days. But it managed to turn itself around all by itself. Uh, a vehicle had been in a horrible accident, and it was not looking good for the female driver. I knocked on the door, listened on the, ins- on the registration and insurance papers, and a man opened the door, and I braced myself for the bad news that it was my duty to report. Doing my best to ease into the situation, I asked him, are you Luther Brown and are you married? The man replied, yes, I am. I then asked him if he had a recent picture of his wife. Mr. Brown answered, sure. Hold on a second. And he went to get it. I looked at the picture. She was definitely our crash victim. In a sad voice, I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Brown, but it looks like your wife has been hit by a train. The man stood there with a blank look on his face, and then he said, matter-of-factly, I know, but she has a good personality. (laughs) I finally broke the news to him, but only after excusing myself to my patrol car so I could get the laughter out of my system first. (laughs) Your wife looks like she'd be hit by a train. Oh, I know it. 
<laughs> Yours looks that way. <laughs> Hope you can use this on the show. And it's not signed. Officer Pete from somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Oh, there you are, mighty potentate. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. Well, um, that brings us to the end of our show where we share our final thoughts. They say you can only get spoiled milk from a pampered cow. (laughs) Those pampered cows. What does yeah. an archer wear to the bar? Archer wear to the ball. A bow tie. <laughs> yeah. It is arrow shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my wife really hates it when I introduce her as my ex girlfriend. <laughs> But she is. <laughs> they, they said that I needed a password eight characters long. So I picked seven, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yeah. Why did the cow yell at the chicken? It was in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) That time of the month to have that mood. (laughs) If you took all the people in the world who fell asleep at church and laid them head to toe in a straight line, they would all be a lot more comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) A man once sued an airline because they lost his luggage. Sadly, he lost his case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's that luggage? What is an artist's favorite kind of juice? Crayon berry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I ordered some German food over the internet. The sauerkraut has arrived, but the worst is yet to come. (laughs) German phone (laughs) if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me to grow up I'd have a really cool tree house (laughs) (laughs) yeah there we go well I I might be able to squeeze in one more here squeeze in one more Have you ever wondered, should slippers with rubber soles be called 
dead thigh slippers. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> uh, said technology would totally replace paper has never tried to wipe their butt with an iPad. <laughs> yeah, it could probably happen, but it might be messy. <laughs> or cow poop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna wash that butt with cow poop. <laughs> the cow That's poop all I got, folks. That's all I got. <clears throat> Which means it's time of the show where we sign off. This is your host Keith saying thanks for listening. Now listen to us next week. Hey, and if you're <laughs> one of our new listeners out there, I know there's a few. Make sure you drop us a line. Send us your funny story. We'd like to hear a classic, funny family story, something weird, an unusual news report. Let us know. We'll read your story and mention your name on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Or call us. Leave a voice message. Yeah, we do have a voicemail. It's four zero one. Seven five three four eight four four. How do you spell that? <laughs> yeah, it's four zero one seven Keith H K E I T H H. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com.